Hello and welcome everyone to the Hogcast SD uh, Fight for the Future Power Panel here at D23. Yep. Uh, now that we all know that um, we through a series of corporate acquisitions and mergers, and uh, I, I'm going to say under the table money, uh, Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet, is now officially a branch of the Disney family tree. Yep. Aren't you excited? Aren't you all excited? Come on, everybody. Uncle Here Walt. in the in this public restroom in Anaheim, where we've been scheduled. Yep. Uh, they uh, they we so we thought we were going to D twenty three, but this is just parking lot parking garage D twenty three, and this is a bathroom <laughs> inside of it. And we weren't uh, even allowed at the Mickey Mouse, uh, Mickey and Minnie, Mickey and Friends uh, parking terminal. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, unfortunately, because then, because obviously, as we all know, the floors are named after Mickey Mouse characters. And that would be, we would be on the Donald Duck floor. Alas, we, uh, alas we are here at, uh, at the, uh, the Anaheim parking structure nearby. But this is an official Disney event. Uh, Bob Iger sent us a note. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and Alan, I, I hear that, um, there, you have some huge, huge announcements for the Hogcast brand and how we're integrating with our larger corporate family. Yes. Yes. So, uh, the reason why we're out here in California is that, uh, if you're a big Disney head, like we are, uh, you'll know that, uh, Pizza Rizzo is the Muppets themed, uh, pizzeria in uh, that the, that they have at the Disney, the former putting... MGM Hollywood Studios, now just Hollywood Studios, out in Orlando. Yes, yes, uh, they're branching out and putting one at the California Adventure, but it's not just going to be a Pizza Rizzo rust. <laughs> oh no! What's it going to be, Alan? It's going to be Hogcast Speedy Delivery presents Pizza Rizzo. <laughs> oh my God, that's right, folks! It'll be the first pizzeria to only have knives as utensils. Only knives. Um, your the servers will have a gun if they if you want them to shoot your pizza for you. <laughs> the only topic will be McDonald's fries. Yes, um, and they all all the plates are trash can lids. <laughs> and rest- we do we do have the eviscerated corpse of push the talking trash can hung about in front for the for once he has entered our domain he was destroyed oh, and that's what happened to push the talking trash can I our keep enemy that, i keep him crucified outside the uh, it's hard really hard to crucify a trash can but uh, <laughs> basically what's happened is that disney has given us control over the pizza rizzo through some weird corporate backhandedness it's our domain now and we control it and they can't touch it and frankly we're turning it into our own fucking piss hole it's it is true um i i will see i keep the the pe- the, the the trash can guy crucified outside because push the talking I trash can push the t- t- talking trash can because i don't want any like robots like pepper or anybody to get in there <laughs> and if they see one of their kind uh it's kind of like how if you um if you hang up a dead vulture vultures won't come around Right, Did right, you know right. Yeah, so it's something similar. Um, Russ, now you didn't. You, you mentioned like some corporate backhand deals, but the reason why we got this is they did think you were Gonzo. <laughs> yes, that's right. My schnoz. I had been stung on the nose by a bee, and my uh, you were doing nose. Your, you were doing your autoerotic asphyxiation right before the meeting too, so you turned blue. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I do autoerotic asphyxiation because I'm allergic to bees. And I try to get bees to sting me so that my throat closes up. Or your nose, um, in this case. 
or but this time it was a it's a special kind of bee. It was a uh, Japanese wasp. Mm-hmm. The and um, the one they kill thought, you. Yeah, the the, the kind of fucking kill you. Uh-huh. And uh, they thought I was Gonzo, and I had returned from the dead. They thought <laughs> you were the second coming of Gonzo. The second coming of Gonzo. They thought I was going to hurt them, or worse, bring back the spirit of Michael Eisner and have uh-huh. him attack them, mm-hmm. because aliens can do that. They immediately uh, had to 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 send away the false prophet Walter. Uh, and, hi- <laughs> and hide him lest he incur your wrath. I sunk my teeth into his neck and pulled his head off as Jim Parsons screamed. Wait, is Jim Parsons the voice of Walter? No, he was in the I'm a I'm a man in a Muppet song sequence from the Jason Siegel Muppet movie. That's what they thought the Muppet human equivalent was. Ugh. It's the Bazinga Man. Yeah, Bazinga Man. Um yeah, and so basically, we now control the Pizza Rizzo. Yeah, we we are. It is our own domain now. They cannot get us inside here. <laughs> uh, we have political immunity in here. We can do whatever bad shit we want to do in the park. Now yeah. they financially won't help us. That's why we only have paper plates and knives. We do not and have trash forks. can lids. And I'm a, I've been able to steal some old old frozen McDonald's fries. I don't even know if they still have McDonald's fries in the parks or not. But I found some old industrial uh, bags of them next to the uh, uh, the uh, rock and roller coaster, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I have been using those as our main topping, and it's pretty good. So I think things are working out, right, Alan? Yeah, I think things are good. I mean, I've been mainly kind of scavenging things from the uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, <laughs> uh, and I've also, uh, inter- just to try to get something similar to like a pizza sauce... I have taken a bunch of like old Dole whips that they threw away and have just been blending those up and trying to spread it on like a, with like some a, ketchup packets. I saw the some, ketchup packets. Yeah. With some ketchup packets uh, on like a saltine or something mm-hmm. to try to make a pizza. And Bob Iger does want us dead. Oh, he is not liking this. You know, <laughs> he, it's very, it's really, I'm glad that we didn't actually go to the real D 23. Cause he would have killed us. <laughs> yeah. He has sicked the guy who plays Gaston on us multiple times, tried to hunt us down. And like Josh Gad, who played Gaston's little sidekick or whatever, yes. in the live action one. And we, um, we showed him the Lindsay Ellis video that said he wasn't good, and it, that infuriated him, and like a bull, he ran at us and got his head stuck in one of the little uh, droid holes at Galaxy's Edge. Yes, he did get stuck in the little droid hole, and I threw a bunch of those uh, detonator uh, sodas that are now banned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he got so sticky that he got stuck to the wall. And that's why he's not going to be in the Frozen 2 press junket. Yeah, and I also um, did put up like a tablecloth and a vase of flowers on his butt that was sticking out. Uh, like a Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Remember when that happened to Winnie, po- <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? You, you, we Winnie the Poohed him, that's true. Yeah. And he, So Josh Gad also after us. Yeah, and he's he's got a lot at stake at this because he was the little horny man that's Gaston's friend and he was also yeah. the Olaf. And we don't... Seth and, Seth and Trey, what are they? Who are the South Park guys again? Uh, Matt and Trey. Matt and Trey and him go way back. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. And they want. He's brought them in on it too. I think most of Hollywood wants us dead, but in Pizza Rizzo, we are kicked. We actually stole the trolls out of the old troll ride that back at Epcot. The troll in Central Park ride? No, there, there is no Don Bluth rides God, in. God, uh, no, can you but imagine? See, uh, but that's the thing. We stole the old troll. 
<laughs> he stole the old trolls from the troll ride at the Norwegian section of Epcot. That uh-huh. has now been since converted into a frozen ride. We got the old animatronics for that. We have put them throughout the restaurant, and we also have a little track. So now there is a troll at Central Park ride in the Pizza Rizzo. <laughs> And <laughs> you you put on your you put on your troll at Central Park outfit and just kind of stomp <laughs> around the restaurant. Yeah, I dye I have dyed my thumb permanently green, just like uh-huh. he did. Uh huh. The Dom DeLuise troll, whose name I remember. Yeah, like, Dom DeLuise. <laughs> the Dom Troll Louise. Um, not my homestuck OC, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so those animatronics, I've equipped them with some broadswords and some weapons, and they will fend off any attacker. So please come in, enjoy a slice. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Alan, why did you let these robots inside? Well, they're not exactly robots; they're animatronics, and we control them. They're animated. They're like an- they're animated uh, robotics. So they're more like a cartoon, and Alan loves they're cartoons. More, they're more like Animaniacs, especially the ones that I dressed up as, <laughs> as Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. Uh, you did not do a good job, Alan. No, they, it is... they look scarier. <laughs> You've just made them more terrifying. I they look of... like evil mimes. It's vaguely blackface-esque, and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, but you refuse. You you have refused to take them down because you stand by all your decisions. I do. I can't. Well, also, I... I can't show any weakness in the face of Bob Iger or else he'll, he'll swoop in the, you know, if you give him, he will an inch, destroy us. And then he'll live action remake us to insult oh, our memory. God, if we get live action remade, I don't even know Russ. that's like hell. Oh God. You know, uh, uh, Prince, because he was a Jehovah's witness said, don't live action remake me. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, that's a joke about him not wanting to be a hologram. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I forgot about that. The internet is dead folks. Yep, it's dead. He was right, though. That's the fucked up thing. That he's so fucked up. Alan, there's one last big announcement before we get into the episode proper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, can you name officially the official Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one corporate Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet, Drink? This is going to be our blue milk, our <laughs> our butter beer. Our uh, dinosaur piss or whatever they serve at the uh, new Jurassic World thing. Is that in Alan, Disney World now? Uh, Jurassic World is at Universal Studios. Oh, is it just like Chris Pratt piss or something? <laughs> it might be. It's his ab juice. It's his ab juice. Or it's like... le- it, it's strained through his divorce papers with Anna Faris. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's like the communion wine from that weird church he goes to that he's like... <laughs> Yeah, that whatever that weird church is, I can't remember the name. It's like it's like Highlands Crossroads Church. Oh, my God. Crossroads. Cro- Britney Spears. Because when I think of God, I think of Crossroads, you know, not the devil. Yes, yes, yes. Famously, uh, you know, everybody talks about uh, about that guy meeting the devil at the crossroads and getting uh, Robert Johnson and his cool, you know, guitar powers. I met God at the crossroads one time and he gave me my blue daddy microphone. <laughs> And nothing bad has happened ever since. And you're now a content creator. It's true. Oh, it's so God the, intended. The drink, the drink that we that we have, is. Alan, let's yeah. say it together at the same time. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Ranch, ranch soda. soda. <laughs> well, that's right, folks. We have 
The world's largest collection of the Jones Ranch soda. So we went to, uh, since we're in LA, we went to Galco's uh, soda shop. And I was very <laughs> upset that there was not a big titty blonde lady there. Because I thought it was Galco's soda shop. <laughs> With like Gelkins or something? No, Galco. Like, please tell me, Galco. <laughs> you know, the Gyaru. Yeah, okay. I got you, Alan. I got you. You got you. it. You Once understand. Again, you need to look at the pictures first and kind of research something before you. It was just an old spend. man. You made me pay the Uber price. That was like $75 to get there just to go see you get so mad that you smashed about upwards of $80 of soda bottles on the ground. I did. I did smash $80 of soda bottles. And uh, these, the ranch soda we had was the remaining bottles that were untouched in the case, uh, yeah. along with some like half smashed ones. That we'll just kind of pour in a cup uh, with some little glass shards in it. That's our drink. (laughs) Yeah, we have about 45 of these, so come one, come all. They're going to be about $8 a pop. Mm -hmm. Um, And the best part about it, I've already tried this once, you could pour it on the pizza. It it will not make it worse. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It won't make it worse. Please come to the, uh, what is the name of uh, the... Alan and Russ of Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one corporate Sonic Pizza podcast no, on the planet. It's Hogcast P- Speedy Delivery presents Pizza Rizzo. Yes, huh? Pizza Rizzo. And um, if you ask about the Muppets, I'll tell you they're dead. They don't. Uh, Jim Henson died. They died. And if you if your kid starts crying, well, fuck. That's the real world, man or lady. Uh, kids keep coming in here thinking like, oh boy, the Muppets, I love them. Oh, where's uh, Pe- uh, King Prawn? Where's Pe- Pepe the King Prawn? I'll be like, get the fuck out of uh, here. Well, they, there was a kid that was asking for Pepe the King Prawn, and I, <laughs> and, and Russ, you did put on the Pepe face paint. <laughs> you, did paint you, you, you didn't understand, I don't think, and you painted your face green, and you kept on saying like, oh, I'm Kekistani. Listen, I had to go on Google. I was like, fun character. Fun character Pepe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, character that everybody knows, Pepe, and that's what came up, and I thought that's what the kids wanted. Yeah, here, yeah, it was just it, you look very cool. Green face, I, red mouth, look like a spaghetti. And am I happy that the uh, hardcore MAGA conservatives are now coming to our restaurant now? That's like our only clientele coming to the Hogcast presents Pizza Rizzo. I'm not happy about that. It's not great. Bob Iger ain't happy about it either. But <laughs> uh, he's he's not as mad as I would expect. I mean, they're still paying customers. I just think. Uh, and that's and, the thing is they uh, we we were able to sell them this uh, these saltine crackers with Dole Whip and ketchup on them and ranch soda because we told them that if they buy it, they'll be owning the libs. Yeah. They, and they and love you know it. What? They love it. And it's better that, and I assume Bob Iger's like, it's better here than them being at Pandora Land, because you don't want to see them at Pandora Land. Oh, God. Because they get so fucking horny for the seer on the ride. Oh, God. They love the Pandora. They, conservatives, they don't get, but they love Avatar. Yeah, they don't understand that it's essentially just Fern Gully and it's about environmentalism or something bullshit. But like. We should incorporate Fern Gully into our Pizza Rizzo. Can we incorporate Miss Frisbee and the Mice of Nim? I think we can. I, you're really intent on sneaking some Don Bluth in here. <laughs> I really want some Don Bluth in here. Can I? And also, can I get that like? Can I get that like weird North Korean Don Bluth ripoff guy? Remember yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really want that. The one that I'm was like so- about mice on the t- 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 Titanic. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, Alan, I just love this idea of you going to Disneyland and seeing the Pluto character walking around like, oh, Charlie the dog is way better than him. <laughs> you know, from all dogs go to heaven. Yes. Charlie. Uh, oh, man. Where's Hollywood? Uh, they, Tom Pluto, you're the, oh, my God, Alan. I thought he made Cool World. <laughs> he didn't make Cool World. I thought he also did Cool World. No, he didn't make, oh, my God. You're, Pissing me off, Alan. Okay, he did, like, the toaster movie and, like, the All Dogs Go to Heaven or something. You're, you're thinking of Ralph Bakshi, the Fritz the Cat guy. No, 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 but he didn't make the toaster movie. No, that was, uh, I think that was John Lasseter. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. John Lasseter's come by also... the Pizza Rizzo. And I said, you can't come in here. Well, he's trying to come back and get all of his Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> he stole them all. <laughs> they're, they're, we've just got all these Hawaiian shirts in the back. They were just here when we when we when we got in the place, and we've been using them as tablecloths. Oh, it's all god. John Lasseter's old Hawaiian shirts. Oh god, yeah. And so <laughs> those are our napkins, actually, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just you just use a sleeve, just rip off a sleeve. And he has been trying to sneak in here, and we're like, You're, Bob Iker doesn't even want you here. Get the hell out. We. <laughs> We, it's funny, they opened up this new cantina in Galaxy's Edge, and we're the real hive of scum and villainy. That is true, yeah. Um, and we we did have the little horny old lady from the... We do have, like, a little cutout of her here. The horny old <laughs> alien lady from the new movies. Yes, and we picked that up from a flea market. <laughs> yep. And I don't think it's official. I do not think it's official. It may just be a shriveled up... Uh, a shriveled up minion, minion cardboard cutout <laughs> with the big glasses. You know, now that I'm looking up close at it, it is a minion. You know, she kind of ma- Mazagato or whatever her name is. <laughs> you know, the famous character we all know and love, the, the little old lady that's like Yeah, the lady who fucked Chewbacca. The lady who fucked Chewbacca. Uh, Mongababa, whatever her name was. Yeah, Mongababa. The, <laughs> wait. The what is it called again? What is the name of the uh? Ba- it was the Baba Yaga. <laughs> yeah, the ba- John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. Yep. John. We also have a John Wick cutout. So if you want Don Bluth, John Wick, uh, you can get uh, a picture with the Don- with the John Wick cutout, and people will think you're friends with Keanu. He's so funny. I love him. You know, I never hated him. I never no. hated him. He's actually always see. been good. Old Lady Star Wars. Force Awakens. Isn't it Maz Kanata or something? Maz Kanata. Oh my! I love that. That's still in my head. Yeah, the 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 famous character we all know and love because, and she literally does look exactly like a minion. <laughs> if you think about it, she literally does look exactly like a minion with her big goofy glasses. What if the movie, okay, we should probably start the episode proper, but what if the movie Us was Lupita Nyong'o trying to escape from Maz Kanata? <laughs> like, Maz Kanata's, like, jetpacking around. Like, <laughs> oh, that would be cool, actually. That would have been pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, everybody. Now that's done with the announcements. Let's just start the proper show. We already okay. kind of, you already introduced the show, though, so we can just Well, go. no, this, okay, this is Hogcast. Uh, Speedy Delivery, the number one corporate Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alan Black. Yes. Um, hey, Alan. Um, thank you for joining me here in beautiful 
Anaheim, California. Yeah, I think we did this like 20 minutes ago because you opened like this. Well, uh, that was the panel part. Now we're doing the show part. Oh, nobody, Nobody's ever going to hear the panel part. That's for our loyal fans only. Yeah, yeah, that's for the Patreon subs. <laughs> Which is, hi, Ravi. Ravi uh, came to this bathroom with us. It yeah, Ravi, very quiet. Well, yeah, Ravi did, and he also, he's kind of in debt to us because he did immediately spill two Cokes inside of our restaurant. Yes. And, uh, and he shorted out one of the animatronic trolls. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, he's in big trouble for producing uh, a t-shirt called Pro- Professor Mickey. Yes. Yeah, and... Um, he needs to he's... hide inside the he needs to hide inside <laughs> the restaurant where Bob Iger can't get him. Yeah, totally. We are we are really trying to get some of these some of these guys uh, from the Kingdom Hearts games in our restaurant. If we could get a Vanitas or something, if we Ooh. even a Vanitas would be good. I I <laughs> I'm really scratching the bottom of the barrel here. I'll take any I'm of the. I'm uh... trying to book Demix. I'm trying to book him to be the, the in-house uh, entertainment. Yeah, and yet we don't want Demix. We don't want Demix here at Pizza Rizzo, but we'll we'll take it if that's what it comes. You mean you to. don't like his cool sitar? I don't like his cool sonar. Mm-hmm. I got told, was it Ravi told me the I the the Kingdom Hearts character I most resemble is Demix, and I'm s- still feeling the hurt from that months later. I, I mean, he's what's wrong with that? Demix is cool. Uh, he's cooler than you. That's a compliment. <laughs> Do you know how to play sitar? Uh, no. Ugh. Maybe. Uh, I, I keep on thinking about that time that like Woody owned Xehanort with facts and reason and logic. I think about that a lot. Where he's like, oh, I don't think anybody's ever loved you before. <laughs> Stink. Oh, that was cool. Why can't we have a ride based on that? <laughs> a hogcast ride about friendship? Or no, a hogcast a ride. A ride where uh, a ride about Kingdom Hearts. Basically, uh, just make it the the uh, the roller coaster attack. From Kingdom Hearts, just let me do that and just like shoot fireworks out of the top <laughs> at every Disney villain. Yeah, every uh, it's it's Game Master Anthony's uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, oh ride. my god! Every Disney villain comes in for one big ride. This is basically House of Mouse, House of Villains, direct to VHS. Is that a thing? That was a thing. They made a direct to DVD slash VHS uh, House of Mouse special. Called the House of Villains. It was the House of Villains. It's like Jafar was there. Was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit there? Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. They had not traded a real human sports announcer yet for Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Wait, what? Did you never hear about this? They traded a human being for him? <laughs> yes, they traded. <laughs> Did they the... kill him? <laughs> no, they just banished him from ESPN to... Uh... Um, like Fox Sports One or something. What? Like, uh, yeah, because Universal Studios owned Oswald the Lucky Rabbit mm-hmm. for about half a century and kind of held him hostage. So Disney traded their like one of their ESPN sports anchors, I think their football sports anchor, for the rights back to Oswald the Lucky oh Rabbit. Oh God, <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah, I think yeah, and then he got on NBC because NBC Universal. I love conglomerates. It's I love being a shit. part of one. Hey, you we, know, since they own we ESPN. We're like a pigs rolling in mud right now with these corporate. We've been independent for 110 episodes, and I'm so done with that. It sucks. It's not good. We don't get money. Now we get money, kind of. 
<laughs> kind of. Bob Iger's not happy about it, but we're honest. <laughs> he makes he 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 sends it all to us in pennies, and you know what? We love it because we get to Scrooge McDuck in it. It's oh so yeah. Good. Hey, do you guys own that anymore? Haha. <laughs> but please keep supporting us on Patreon, by the way. Even though we're making close to three hundred dollars per episode, and that's the minimum Bob Iger could give us. Now we are in terms of upkeep for keeping all the electric bills to keep all these troll animatronics running. <laughs> Is like thousand dollars a month. We are in the red. It's not. And you'd good. think it would be included on the Disneyland Power Grid, but they they have cut us off. No, they, <laughs> we, we are, are we are isolated from the grid. I am desperately trying to uh, to break in and uh, and siphon some some gasoline from their from the roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, we have to use coal for a lot of the animatronics, mm-hmm. and that requires I have to actually go into Thunder Mountain, which actually has coal in it. Not a lot of people know <laughs> this. It was go, a real. We, we have to go mine in Thunder Mountain. <laughs> I've been trying still- to I've been trying to pan for gold too. <laughs> yeah, and I I've stolen a couple bottles from the old Napa Valley ride. I don't mm. remember if that's even still in the park or not, but there I found some of these bottles mm. of wine to to barter with uh with like uh locals to like help with the And it's rough. We're but we're going to make this happen. Pizza Rizzo is like it's basically uh Is this going too far? Is this uh uh outer heaven but in our is this our outer heaven this might be our outer heaven this might be our outer heaven and instead of vocal cord parasites they are sending uh ratatouille rats to try to grab our (laughs) hair and control us (laughs) and um uh yeah they're learning very quickly that my hair is too thin for that your your hair is too thin and they can't get a good grip because it's greased up with very oily (laughs) yeah all that pizza grease is because mostly what me and alan to save money we've just been eating nothing but our own it looks like the junji ito glycerin comic in here (laughs) this place is becoming kind of a hellhole but we are not we've contact junji ito and he does not want to make it an official junji ito ride no 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 we wanted to call it junji ito (laughs) the restaurant for junji ito Oh my god. And it's just like a bunch of snails and uh, you know, like just raw meat and stuff. Oh god. Hey, now I'm getting uh, hungry for some raw uh, meat. Ooh, you know what I'm hungry for? What's uh, that? I'm hungry for some potatoes. It's the Dwegan minute. It's the Dwegan minute. Alan recently messaged me. We're about a year into the Dwegan minute. And I don't think anybody remembers what Dwegans are or what their <laughs> deal is or the well, time okay, in the sun was let's, very short. No, let's 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 remind everybody. Dwegans are the offspring of leprechauns and uh, fairies, uh, as we learned from the movie Dwegans and Leprechauns. They like eating donuts because to them they're as healthy as vegetables. They also <laughs> yes. are associated with potatoes because they're Irish. They look like little awful, little awful Technicolor heads with wings and scaly feet and claws and horns. And that's about it. What else do you need to know? Uh, they go rainbow surfing. They surf on rainbows. Well, some of them are hackers. Well, some of them are in China. There are the Chinese uh, vegans, which <laughs> I can only presume are like Chinese forest spirits and stuff that are interbred with leprechauns. Yes. Because we all know the famous Chinese immigration. <laughs> the, chi- know, the, the famous the, Irish immigration to China. Yeah. Thousands upon thousands of Irishmen coming to the new world of china to make their own well, the, the fame road. and fortune silk road the silk road silk road 
Silk Road, the website. Hey, download Tor browser. <laughs> Got back in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hacker Dweegan downloaded Tor browser to get back in. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Who waited a hacking battle, TJX6 or uh, the hacker with Dweegan? Uh, I think it might. He Neither one, it'd be the Chinese Dweegan that has the extra. Uh, <laughs> the robot? Yes. The ro- that has the like, mecha. The, no, the one that like he uh, he did the ghost in the shell like uh, robot fingers to type faster thing. Oh, that's right. Anyway, God, I we can't have, believe we... that happened in the fucking movie. He got ghost in the shell fingers. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Dweegan minute. Uh, Alan, I left my phone in the other room. Would you mind being the timer this week? Yes, yes, yes. Hold on, let me get out my phone. Uh, who do, 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 do face unlock? Okay. It's wild that it unlocks with your face nowadays, huh? Technology, folks. Uh, here we go. Okay. Starting in three, two, one. Hello there, Alan. Nosy, you looks like you've possessed the, the trash can outside. Push the talking trash can. You've... Yes, now it's Nosy the talking trash can. Well, you you fucked up. I, I was I was really afraid you were gonna like uh, you were gonna get your consciousness into one of these uh, troll animatronics and use that to kill me. But the you, animatronics they have no internal computer yeah, point. They're just part of a unlike push tra- talking tra- trash can, who is the most one of the most advanced robots in existence ever today. created. Purely sentient. Now I control them. He loves now, trash. Hey, Alan, I notice you have a plastic bag in hand. Oh yeah. What's I was going to recycle full this. of sunflower seeds. Would you like to throw it away? Uh, yeah, I can. Here, just press on my li- uh, little flapper here. Ugh, I don't, I don't like how you said that. Okay, just keep doing. Ah. Oh God, you closed the lid on my hand. It kind <laughs> of hurt. Alan, it hurts Alan, a little bit. It. I'm hitting it. Get the you fucking trash can. Let go of my best friend. Hey, you're not my friend. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tip him over <laughs> real quick. <laughs> no. Uh, the minute's over. Uh, he's just kind of he's just kind of foaming at the mouth and kind of spinning around <laughs> on the ground now. Wait, we gotta put it. We gotta crucify him again. <laughs> Alan, why, what's with you with crucifying robots? I really want to. Well, it's to send a message. Also, the Matrix I need to, Four I ha- is coming out any day now. Uh huh. Yeah, they they hired me in there. Also, I need to do something with this Lance of Longinus. You're working with Lana. Yeah. You're working with Lana? Yes, Del Rey. Wait, Lana Del Rey and Lana Wachowski are working on this film? Yes, that's true. My God. Yeah. In the Matrix, Wait, every, everybody's... You... In the Matrix, <laughs> I... everybody's pussy can taste like Coca-Cola. <laughs> so you're telling me Lily Wachowski dropped out of production of the Matrix 4 to let Lana Del Rey move in as the new character? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's no longer the Wachowski sisters, but now it's the two lot it's the lana sisters now it's the lanas and i think she might have thought that she was just jimmy neutron's mom and that's why she let her in there (laughs) because lana del rey does look a lot like jimmy neutron's mom i didn't realize that the wachowskis were huge fans of the jimmy neutron franchise well jimmy neutron is in a lot of ways a lot like the matrix yeah you're right Wait, no, it isn't. What the f- Explain yourself, Alan. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron created the Matrix. Saying. Jimmy, <laughs> you're saying he's the it's architect? The, I think he's the architect. He's the, he's the Merovingian. Wait, 
Alan, this headcanon is stupid. <laughs> it's it's right though. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Let me let me elaborate on this more. Okay, you know how in the Matrix they said that you know it's in the future, but they're uh, but they they have it like in like be like the late nineties because they said that was the peak of of human civilization or something stupid like that. Yeah. Hmm. Where does Jimmy Neutron live? Retroville. Oh my God. Think about it. The chocolate shop? The Pop-Tate's chocolate shop? Yeah, that's right. Riverdale's also in the Matrix. Oh my god. What what else is in the what else is in the Matrix? Most things. Oh my god. God, if, the, if we could just get in if we got you know, it's great that we got into the Disney cinematic universe, but if we could get into the Matrix cinematic universe, ooh boy. Yeah. Technically, uh the Jimmy Neutron ride was at Universal Studios for like ten years. That's fucked. Wait, why did they have it at Universal? Because uh, 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 I think the Nickelodeon studio was at Universal Orlando. And as we all know, I know too much goddamn shit about theme parks, even though I've never been to half of them. Um, it used to be the Fantastic World of Hanna-Barbera, and then they replaced that with uh, Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. They replaced that after too many people came on Wilma F- Flintstone's feet. <laughs> <laughs> they had a statue of Wilma that uh, people were just busting fat loads all over it. She tried to run, but her car got stuck because of all the cum. They don't have wheels. <laughs> they just use their feet. God. Uh, <laughs> this episode sucks. Uh, Domino's goes hottest segment. Um, 30 minutes in. Oh, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, uh, Carowinds, Paramount Carowinds, they had all the Nickelodeon rides when I was a kid. Because Paramount Pictures you know right 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 yeah so they had they had one ride they mainly kind of got rid of them all but they had one ride that was like um one of those roller coasters where you're like you're hanging like it's upside down or whatever you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you've um but you're you're like it's like there it's like mainly just like a bunch of like water shooting at you when you're on the roller coaster and then right. there's like a turret that's placed And then on you're the... birthed out of uh, <laughs> out, out of, of Dee Pickles. <laughs> 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 and you become Tommy. You have become Tommy. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because like okay, so there are a bunch of pictures of of like Nickelodeon characters, but I think it might just be Klasky Chupo characters. Because I I only really remember there being like an Aurel monster to some Rugrats some uh, some was uh, Duckman there no Duckmans God. no Duckman what why would they what? no Duckman but uh, Rocket Powers uh, there but the Aww. main thing the thing that was cool about it is there was a turret on the ground or a couple of them that were uh, that were like water cannons that people that are like waiting in line could blast you with water so they could just like use you as a shooting gallery to shoot water at you. That was a cool ride. They also had a Top Gun ride for a while, and then it then they lost the rights to it. I have heard of the Top Gun ride before. It was very cool. They lost the rights to it, though, and then it became the Dale Earnhardt ride, the Intimidator. It was still pretty cool. That uh, sounds pretty cool. It was neat. Um, okay, uh, Domino's goes, uh, this week, I've got two things. The first pizza is this Blue Apron zucchini pizza that I cooked and made myself. Oh, Blue Apron. I'm neutral. Zucchini. Don't like. Pizza. I love. How does it how does it fit? You don't like zucchini? I don't like zucchini. Why not? It fu- it fucks up salads all the time. It's always too thick cut and it's always chewy and you go Oh, I don't I don't ever eat a raw zucchini, but like a zucchini that's like sautéed and and put in like a pasta or something. 
That's great. I've had pickled zucchini on a burger before, too, and that sucked, too. That's shitty, because it's just like, a zucchini's not even like a cucumber. It's like a squash. So it's like, yeah, why would they do I wanna, that? They're called squashes because I want to squash them all. You, they're called squashes because you put on your high heel shoes and stomp on them on YouTube. <laughs> yes, famously. Yes. Uh, you, instead of people call them like smash videos, but you call them squash videos, and it's really bad for the SEO. Um, but no, I had this Blue Apron zucchini pizza. Uh, it's pretty easy to make because I mean it was just like I I think I just had to like put some tomato sauce and like onions in a pan and like saute it and stuff. But uh, the sauce was a little bit spicy. Uh, I, I think it was just like they gave me the option of putting however much crushed pepper I wanted to, which was the whole bag. Um, and uh, in terms of toppings, it was pretty sparse other than like um, some like crushed up tomatoes that were still in the sauce. Um, they gave me a fresh thing of mozzarella cheese that I just kind of tore into globs and melted on the pizza. Um, and then uh, some like sauteed zucchini and garlic that was on there. And I gotta say it was good. Uh, you know, I, I don't really make a lot of homemade pizzas. Uh, I didn't make the dough myself, but they just gave me a big blob that I had to like throw up in the air like a, like a, like a pizza person. Uh, uh, I just want to say, uh, we're not sponsored by Blue Apron any, um, the only podcast that isn't and talking about it. So, mm-hmm. but we're corporate now. I would love we're, for uh, them to sponsor me, please. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Disney would be cool with, you know, sponsoring us too. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I had that. Bob, Bob, reach out to us, Bob. We're part of the family now. Bob, yes, we, we have a military-style control over a building in your very expensive theme park. No, we won't give it back unless our demands are met. Which is, give me the Blue Apron money. Yeah, uh, give us the Blue Apron money. And give me a Blue Apron. Cha- <laughs> yeah, give, give Alan a Blue Apron. And me, I want to be a ghost in the Haunted Mansion. I just want to live in the Haunted Mansion. You also want to be edited back into... You want to be edited into the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to quip alongside the master. Mm-hmm. God, his stand-up specials are so funny. Don't... Uh, I haven't listened to them in a while, but I'm sure they hold up perfectly. Hey, remember uh, I'm Gumby, bitch, or whatever his thing was? <laughs> was it? Was that yeah, him? Uh, that was probably... Yeah, that was him on SNL, Yes. Uh, he did that, and it's like, I'm Mr. Rogers, but black, I guess. I think that was the joke back then. Back yes. then, all jokes were basically like, I'm going to fucking shoot Barney with a gun. <laughs> That's all jokes. It was the height of comedy was that the thing that children liked was bad. It's like, hey, what if the thing that children liked had swearing and cursing in it? And that's how we got Happy Tree Friends, folks. Um, which hey, Happy swearing. Tree Friends, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's later in the episode. Yes. Um... The other thing I had, so Blue Apron, I think, is like a Lunchable for adults. The other thing I had was a Lunchable pizza. <laughs> a, a, a Lunchable for children, if you A will. Lunchable for a children. Lunchable. So our, uh, our $20 a month Patreon backer, Andrew, uh, his suggestion this month was uh, Lunchable's pizza and heat up, heat it up in the uh, microwave, which we all, which I've always eaten them like this. Uh, uh, I only ever ate them at school because that was like a day my dad was busy and my mom was busy too. So she just would throw a Lunchables in the back. And I think we probably beg for them because marketing works when you're two for children. And um, the Lunchable looked like the greatest thing on the planet. And I would just eat it at school. It'd be cold and I hated it. Alan, yeah. was it good? Oh, it's good. Um, it, it's not as good as I remember. And I don't know if they've changed... 
maybe I think the the issue here is that the sauce is a bit sweeter than I remember it being. Um, it's still good. Uh, I still love those little pita crusts they put them on. Um, the cheese and the pepperoni, it's you know, it's fine. It's like Hormel and then like some like just shredded like craft mozzarella cheese or whatever from bag. Hormel is the least. By the way, I've thought about this in the past. Hormel is the least appetizing name for a food brand. It's true. It sounds like something you say when you're barfing. Yeah, Hormel. Ugh. It sounds like the name of a bad guy from Dune. <laughs> it sounds like a, a an illegal drug, like a, an illegal future drug in a sci-fi. Like, you have the Hormel. Yeah. You want, you got it gives death. you super strength. Now we yeah. did we did steal some death sticks from Galaxy's Edge <laughs> that are being traded around illegally. And yes, it is basically a fancy jewel. That's right, folks. <laughs> folks, you put the killing thing between your lips. That's what makes it dangerous. Yes, John Green said it best, baby. Fault in our stars. Um, <laughs> so I think the Lunchables pizza. I I've had them cold before, and they're doo doo. Don't do that. Also, do not get the Lunchables uploaded. Why is that? I'm a young digital trendsetter. I like... uh, Don't get those because they'll give you the deep dish pizzas and those are garbage. What? what? Those are deep dish and they're bad. Maybe I should get one of those for hog... Because I... I, Sorry, folks. I should have had this Lunchables pizza. I'm going to have it for the next episode. I promise. But, um... Yeah, but, uh, should, I, should I try one of these for the podcast? Don't get it uploaded. Get the normal one. Heat it okay, up. Okay, I just thought maybe this should be my penance for. Well, get both. <laughs> How about that? Oh God, well, it's, it's like a, it's gonna be nine dollars. It's two dollars, Russ. It's lunchable. Oh man, did I pay attention to how much I spent on it? No, but I'm. Yeah. I think it's two dollars. Basically, <laughs> it's costs roughly the same as your house, right? <laughs> That's how I look at it. Is like, was this a mortgage payment? I don't know. <laughs> Did it cost the same? It costed around somewhere between. How somewhere many razor l- keyboards is this? It costs less than six chiclets, but about, but less than a uh, new stereo system you bought for your. Uh, for my razor cats. Ster- <laughs> for yeah. My cats. For your cats. Yes. Um, I am thinking about getting a big exercise wheel for my cats to run inside of. <laughs> to power your house? Yeah, to get off the grid. <laughs> And also, we can put that inside the restaurant, so that way, uh, that way, Bob Iger can't cut us out. And it's a hey, listen, Ratatouille—they had rats in the kitchen. I'm sure the food health inspector will let us. They let let cats be in the bodega, right? So yeah, yeah, bodega cat. Um, Yeah, so I had I had that, and it was good. Uh, Lunchable pizza is good. Uh, The sauce a little bit iffy, but you know what? It's a good. It's a good. um, What's the right way to phrase this? If you're looking for something in the two to three hundred calorie regime to just like have for a breakfast or like a, when you don't feel like eating lunch, like a full lunch, it's good. I had one of those for breakfast today and then I went to, and I immediately went and went to sleep until like 3 p.m. And then uh, I felt great. So I highly recommend it. Uh, Russ, what kind of pizza do you eat? Oh, my goodness gracious. This is going to be a contentious one. Oh, wow. Alan. You in the past have talked about urban pie. Mm-hmm. I think at one point I got mad at you for talking about urban pie three weeks in a row. Hey, guess what's in my freezer downstairs, Russ? Urban pie. It's this exact same urban pie that you that you ate. Yes, and I gotta say, Alan, maybe I prepared it incorrectly. 
Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I'm the fool. I didn't like it. It was, what was too wrong? busy. What was wrong? Was, oh, too busy. It's, it's to be honest, for a frozen pizza, I had about two slices and I said, this is, I can't eat anymore. I was not a fan. Um, the pepperonis were okay. The, 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 so it is a urban pie, pepperoni and chicken sausage pizza. It's like the Supreme one, right? Yeah. It's the Supreme one. And it features like a series. The ingredients were all very, I don't know when they thawed or, you know, when they cooked and you know, when they thawed and cooked, they retained so much of their moisture. I'm going to say now the pizza was almost kind of wet. It was like a very wet pizza. Mm, I, I, I get what you so- mean with the tomatoes, especially those are wet. But I, the crust is crispy, though. The But that's the thing is the toppings did not match the crispy. It felt like I was eating a, a salad on top of a flatbread pizza I had just made. It's like a focaccia. Uh, I didn't like it. It was it was weird and it was gross. And I'm not going to lie. Uh. I thought those little chicken sausages were bad. They tasted like filler food. No, they're good. I don't. They're fill- it tasted like filler. Sausages, by definition, filler food. <laughs> you got me there. I think you um, might have cooked it wrong. I might. Hey, I put it in a pan. Ooh, that might have maybe been really it, fucked up. I could have put it on a pizza stone. Maybe, maybe on a pizza stone. I don't know, Alan. You I, know what? You I know what? My new did thing not is? like it. If I put it on a pan, it's one of those pans that has like a, a shit ton of holes in it. <laughs> The only Big time see, fan. I've 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 split a pizza with somebody who doesn't eat meat before, which means I took all of the meat toppings off their half of the pizza and put it on my half of the pizza. So it was even more busy and crazy. Yeah. Uh, and even then, it was still pretty good. I think the, the but you can the quality of those vegetables on the pizza is great. The quality was good, but they just were so. Maybe they you added got a maybe liquid components. Maybe you just got one that was like they just dumped a whole bunch on there because I do. I do get sometimes when I get it out of the box, I do have to like spread out the ingredients a little bit because it is like in shipping or something or just like banging it around in the trunk of my car. Uh, like it does get unbalanced, but but, I, when, but when I get I it, w- I, I get I spread out the pizza and then I hold it in my finger and then I say like Thanos, perfectly balanced as all things should be. <laughs> I all I will say is that it wasn't the worst pizza I ever had, but it was just wet. It was a drippy pizza. The grease mixed with the de- dehydrated ice crystals or whatever, and it just kind of made for a non-favorable experience, and I chucked it pretty quick. And I bought it mostly on Alan's... I think, Alan, you said it was the best of the frozen pizzas. And I'm sorry, I might just keep to my shitty cardboard pizza if that's the best of the frozens. I, I'm going to have to... I'm uh, Russ, you're going to have to come over to my house again and I'm going to have to cook one of these pizzas for you. <laughs> okay, Alan. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to supervise this pizza. Do they make a razor oven yet? <sighs> Maybe. If, what would be the features of a razor pizza? Well, so they have... You know oven. that June Smart oven that... Uh, that like that mysteriously every oven turned on in the middle of the night, like about a week ago. No. Okay. So there's this thing called like the June smart oven and it's some bullshit. That's like you buy like these little, like basically little blue apron boxes. That's like a pre-made little oven meal and your oven scans like a QR code and then it knows how much to cook it or something stupid like that. Instead of you just typing in the temperature and the time on the, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's like an internet connected oven and it like sends a notification like, Hey, your, your, your hot pocket's done. And, 
and for whatever reason, some some software glitch made everybody's ovens turn on in the middle of the night. Oh god! Uh, so it's basically one of those. Is I think what the razor oven would be. Does anybody know what uh, Nosy Freehorns was doing at the time? Uh oh. Uh oh. He might have been doing an ex machina. Oh a, no! A Lucy or whatever. I'm still on the ground. Push the. T- I'm. <laughs> Nosy the talking trash can. God, I close the door. I don't want to hear him. <laughs> kick him. Just kick him out of here. Uh, speaking of like nightmares, uh, this viral quesadilla pizza video is a nightmare. Um, so this is a video that started off with like people making like like pulled chicken and then like putting it in a quesadilla. Uh, and then they, they get a quesadilla and then put it in like a casserole pan and then just like and then they make like a weird pizza out of it. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's really upsetting and i don't know what do you think about it i don't like it i'm not a fan um it does it feels decadent to the point where i feel like our late capitalism brains just sit there and go like is this what we have done to the planet is this what we we have created is this the is this uh the gestalt of our uh uh dark corporate nat- uh, nationalistic grade. Yeah. Is this the human instrumentality project? And you just watch the video and you just feel like a darkness within yourself. Well, and you're like, maybe humans don't deserve to live on this planet. Um, you know, well, you know, you know what I mean? Well, the other thing I forgot to mention is that each individual slice of the big thick quesadilla is, uh, deep fried and, and batter coated. Uh, yeah. It looks disgusting. So I think the thing is that you could make a chicken quesadilla pizza but it would be this. It doesn't get at what's good about pizza or quesadillas. And it, and it's not like it looks like all of those things, but it's not really any of them and stuff like, cause this is like a thick quesadilla, which is not what you want from a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like just a weird casserole. I just don't get it. And then like the pizza on top is like you're just pouring marinara sauce on top of what is effectively like these weird little like cheese popper things. And like, that's not a pizza. You just put like marinara sauce and mozzarella on top of something. I, I don't know. I think if you were to, what would a quesadilla pizza look like to you, Russ? Like what's a good quesadilla pizza? What is the ideal Papa John's papadilla, for instance? Oh no. Oh God. I, I don't know. I think it's to me. I think it's kind of just a flatbread. Like a flatbread sandwich, essentially. Yeah, it's kind of just a flatbread sandwich. I mean, it's tough to say because I've had like a chicken cotija pizza pizza before. Was cotija the only cheese on there, or? Uh, I think it was a blend of that and uh, like a generic mozzarella, very gotcha. plain cheese, and it was pretty good. And the chicken was good too. It was from Blackbird Pizza here in town, Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. But man, oh man, they put some weird mayonnaise on it and fucked it up. <sighs> classic, classic fancy pizza fuck up when you ha- when you're like, I'm gonna fuck with the formula. Let's put something sour on here because it, yeah, that's it's to be expected. Yeah, no, don't put mayonnaise on there. I'm thinking about that um, that pizza mine taco pizza I had that I liked so much. Um, here's what I think. I think it would be something similar to that, except instead of the, you know, I was gonna say instead of the the pinto bean base. This is a little bit. This is a little bit crazy, Russ. But what if it was black beans? Wow! Just kind of mushed up black beans, 
some pulled like chicken like tinga like the spicy chicken i think like the the my mom makes some really good spicy chicken that it's like yeah. a family recipe that i really like put some of that shit on there yeah okay put some of that um i think you could probably put just a little bit of base kind of like you know shitty mozzarella or whatever i don't care but then but then afterwards probably crumble the cotilla cheese on there kind of like a feta like you would do on like a greek pizza or something i think that would be good and it would have to be a really, I think, like a thinner kind of crispy crust would, would suit it well. And that would effectively kind of give you the quesadilla experience, I think. Um, can you use the app? Can you use the app? The Taco Bell app to replace the uh, Mexican pizza ground beef with shredded oh, chicken? Oh, that's a genius idea. That's the best idea you've ever come up with, Russ. Is that friend-worthy? And a friend-worthy idea? That's the closest you've ever got. <laughs> am, I, am I raised to acquaintance level? Not, well, I'll have to wait till your quarterly review. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. But that is that is a good idea. Wow. You know, because uh, I've done something... It's funny you mention that, because I have had something similar with um, the Crunchwrap, where they've mistakenly gave me a crunch wrap where the ground beef was the shredded chicken and that was delicious so i think if you were to do that with um with the mexican pizza that would be it wouldn't be a quesadilla but it would be it'd be really good that's that's all i gotta say you'd be really good you should do that uh, we'll try it sometime we will try also, it sometime. public service announcement everybody please go get your doritos locos and fiery uh, tacos uh, cool Ranch and Fiery are going to be discontinued uh, in the upcoming months. Also, the XXL Grilled Stuffed Burrito, it's going to be discontinued. Uh, the ultimate item that was that's pretty good, but you will never order it, because that's not what you go to Taco Bell for, is a big burrito. I do. I I used to do that, Russ. It's good! Hey, it is good, but like when you go to Taco Bell, you want to get four or five pieces of bullshit, just not one big one. When I was in high school, I would... I would just get the two pieces of bullshit. I would get the XXL grilled stuffed burrito and I get like a crunch wrap. But wow. now I, I, I really do want to have like four or five different things because I want that variety of tastes. You so, got to get your drink. You got to get your sip. You got to get your crunchy. You yeah. got to get your chewy. You got to get your beefy and you got to get your chickeny. Now I do still get the, I still do get the burrito, but usually I don't get the beef one anymore because everything else has beef and I don't want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. so if i do get that i usually do get like the shredded chicken because i i do like that shredded chicken a lot oh also they're getting rid of the double decker taco what the fuck what a what a nightmare that was something that you only got me on to like trying in the last year and I, it's pretty good i don't know that's fucked up to me uh okay oh um next story uh amy klobuchar campaign sends pizza to the gillibrand team after she drops out of the race I don't know um, who any of these people are. Um, that's well. You shouldn't know who Gillibrand is because she lost and she's a loser now. Um, yeah. Amy, Amy Klobuchar is. I think. I think she maybe she was the one that threw a shoe at somebody. One of them beats the hell out of their uh, like like was beating up their like staffers on their campaign. I can't remember what? which one it is. One of them was like screaming at him and throwing shoes and stuff. Is she a fighting game character? Is that like just her natural tendency as combat? I think she might be like an anime, like uh, o- Ojo-sama lady. 
Sounds like a mini boss in like a Judge's Bizarre Adventure arc, just like a, a vanilla ice situation. It sounds, it sounds like a lady that like um, that like Joseph Joestar would accidentally get stuck to when he was attacked by the magnet stand, and she would yes. just like slap him around a lot. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, Amy Klobuchar sent some oh breakfast pizza. Oh, that was a diss. She sent them a breakfast pizzas. That's Damn, gross. That's not that's not real pizza. That's just break. That's just breakfast poured on top of some pizza, which is fine. Yeah, this is gross. This sucks. It's got like eggs and bacon on it or something. I don't know. Ugh, don't put eggs on. Well, I don't know. Eggs on pizza can be okay. One time we had that egg, that egg on a pizza in uh, L.A. Remember that? That's true. I forgot about that. But I feel like that was just like was that a recommendation by an egg fanatic? Yeah, didn't an egghead didn't like, didn't some egghead behind the counter tell us to put that on there? They also had that weird prosciutto on there, and it was just raw meat that they just dumped yeah. on your pizza. <laughs> I feel like that was the 900 degrees uh, pizza that we went to, and I feel like none Holly of the, weird. None of those ingredients got cooked. Hollywood days, Hollywood nights, everybody. That's, that's, what that's people, just how it runs down in Hollyweird. Well, speaking of Hollyweird. They're putting eggs on on everything. Speaking of Hollyweird, Shaq uh, dressed up as a Papa John's delivery man to surprise locals with pizza. Wow. Uh, the first and last time people will ever be excited for Papa John's delivery. Basically. Uh, wearing a Papa John's polo, O'Neill stopped by places like the community pool, a local temple, and an auto shop to hand deliver fresh pizzas and pose with a few photos of fans. We're about to go deliver pizzas to the people. This is not a commercial. People do not know we're coming, uh, he said in a behind-the-scenes video. In the video, the famed athlete and his crew are seen riding in a bus from location to location, surprising L.A. residents with pies. This is a really, really tough job delivering pizzas, he said. Uh, he was seen taking photos with a group of children, towering over them while holding up his finger to sim- signify number one. <laughs> I like that they had to explain why he's holding up his finger. Like, what, what, is, this, what is this wild gesture that Shaq is doing? Uh, the day proved exhausting for the basketball star who was seen napping in the car during some delivery trips in the video. We love pizza. We love pizza. O'Neill chanted with other Papa John's staff members. Uh, yeah, so there you go. And also Kobe said that he has no beef with Shaq anymore. Maybe it's because he got some pizza from him. Who knows? Yeah, who's to say? Um, Do you think maybe, maybe this is their new ad thing? Is like, hey, listen, we know you don't like Papa John's pizza. It's garbage and it tastes like doo-doo. However, if you order, there is a chance that Shaq might come to your house. <laughs> It's tough to say, because I like Shaq. I think Shaq is fun. Do you ever get worried he's going to eat the little pepper? He'll be like, mm, I'm going to make a funny face and eat the little pepperoncini as a goof. And then you're like sitting there like, hey, I didn't get the fucking pepperoncini in the fucking box. He, he's going to eat the pepperoncini. He's going to wash it down with that cup of garlic sauce. <laughs> yeah, he just put it, takes like a, this motherfucker took a, the shots of my fucking butter sauce to wash down my fucking pepperoncini and that's the only reason i've ever ordered from this shit restaurant that is that is the only that is the only good innovation that papa john's has made is putting in that little pepperoncini in the box and giving us like the and and really they're the they're the the reason why they put in that that butter lube in there is because their crust is so dry and doo-doo yeah that they have to put that in there otherwise you would choke to death on it 
Yes, remember when I was complaining earlier about a wet pizza, a pizza just with too much liquid? Yeah. It's the opposite. The opposite problem. Well, I feel like Papa John's, the middle of the pizza's wet, and the outside is as dry as the desert planet of Arrakis. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about an oasis in the dunes. Yes. Where the, uh, uh, where the free men might meet together? Yes. Uh, it is It is a lot like, like drinking piss from your still suit. Uh Speaking of drinking piss, Sonic News views, reviews, and toots. Um, I've got some great news here. Uh, there's a new Sonic the Hedgehog Monopoly game. Oh my god. Yes, instead of collecting money, or pa- uh, landing on a pass and go initiates a boss battle. A boss card is flipped, and players must beat the number value on the card by rolling a die. Should they win, they earn the boss card and a Chaos Emerald. The boss card is worth points at the end of the game, and the emeralds allow players to re-roll during boss fights? Okay. It's about like getting a high score. You can play as Sonic, Tails, Amy, or Knuckles. Um, oh, also, did you see that uh, the Monopoly company uh, did make a socialism Monopoly? And it's just like, huh, you don't get any money when you pass go. When you when you pass go, um, uh, the Bolsheviks take it and put it into orphanages. And I hate orphans. They suck. I want the money. Well, so here's the fucked up thing for here's a little history, a little history for everybody. The original creator of uh, Monopoly created it back in like the 1920s. And it was some like leftist lady who called it like the landlord game. It was basically just a game about how property owners and landlords are bad. And then when she died or whatever, like it got sold to Hasbro and they turned it and made it the exact opposite of that. So, yep. Isn't the story behind Milton Bradley fucked up? It was two bro- two business partners, and they wouldn't shoot the other one. I remember in a duel, maybe. Uh, also, the fun the fun thing about this is it says Monopoly Gamer. That's a thing, though. They've been doing that for a while. They've been doing Gamer Monopoly. Did they have Fortnite Monopoly? Oh, never mind. They do have Fortnite Monopoly. I just scrolled down on this Kotaku article. Fortnite Monopoly does exist. Uh, what happens here? Oh, you can win properties like Wailing Woods or Tilted Towers. Cool. Great. Also, instead of, like, player icons, there's, like, little cardboard standees of different skins. Can I be John Wick? What's going on? This sucks. Monopoly's bad, I'm thinking. Who wants to play it? Nobody likes Monopoly. (sighs) I don't understand. Nobody Nobody knows. Like, have you ever had a game of Monopoly where at the end you're like, yeah, that went on the, the the exact amount of time I wanted it to? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, this is fun. I wasn't just... I've I, definitely didn't not just make had me... a screaming argument, the, the <laughs> third screaming argument with my wife. <laughs> my wife and I got divorced over Monopoly. Uh, I think, you know, what's funny about Monopoly is that while they're trying to, like, be, like, this, like anti-leftist like they're like eh, socialism sucks thing the the ultimate thing that they're proving is that their capitalist board game sucks and nobody likes playing it it's just like it pits everybody against each other makes everybody mad so like no matter what they however they gussy it up they can't get around that and then they add the most so- socialist you know figure of the modern age sonic the hedgehog and it's better because it's about fighting bosses it's about fighting bosses employers Hey, you know, I think gamers, something gamers need to think about is joining a union is the ultimate way of fighting your boss. Yeah. That's the ultimate way of having a boss fight. Think about it. Yeah, if you think about it. 
uh, uh, standing with your fellow laborers. That is the ultimate form of uh, you know you know whenever battle. you know whenever you uh, whenever you like summon somebody in Dark Souls to help you beat a boss. That's a unit. <laughs> yeah. That's a unit. I'm ringing this bell in Bloodborne and calling my union members to help me beat up Amelia the whatever the fuck. All the hunters in Bloodborne, free agents, you know. No, no union to protect them. Look at that. Not good. Hunter. Uh, Hunter. They can't, They keep trying to push you to have sex with a doll. Uh, <laughs> they don't need to push you very much to do that. Uh, shut up. Uh, shut up. <laughs> That that old man and that old man in the little cabin in the wheelchair—he's just jerking off under that blanket the whole time. The little old man in that little cabin near the doll. Uh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, that's uh, that sounds like a lot of bosses I've had in the past. So. Yeah, um, weird old men. Weird, yes. Uh, not weird. Ian Flynn, famous Sonic comic guy. He had a cool post on Twitter that he told us about. Um, it was uh, Archie Comics. Uh, and Ian Flynn made a pitch for a Super Mario Bros. comic, and he revealed what that plot would have been. Do you want me to tell you what this plot would have been? Alan, drop it on me. It started off with Mario and Luigi being summoned to Peach's castle for a plumbing job. Luigi was excited because he thought it would be a career-defining contract, but they get there, and it's been ransacked by Bowser. With no one left to save the princess, Mario jumps at the call of adventure, Luigi less so. They stock up on power-ups left after the invasion, and embark on a journey through worlds one through eight, burning through their provisions since they're novice heroes. They reach Bowser's castle, and Luigi calls it quits. This is suicide. They're plumbers, not heroes. Mario refuses to give up, and uh, give up. Too many are counting on them. They part ways. Mario storming the castle. Mario makes it there, and he's and he's fighting Bowser, but he's you know Bowser can't get a hit on him because he's too fast. And Mario can't do anything. But Luigi comes in, screaming in blind terror, running through the castle as fast as he can. He he knocks over a decorative axe, which cuts the bridge, and uh, Bowser falls down in it. So basically, it's just a re- he just rewrote, basically, the, the first Mario game. Uh, I, what do you think? Not Mario needs a gun. Mario needs uh, to fuck. <sighs> Mario needs to fuck. Throw Julie Sue in there. <laughs> Just put Julie Sue in it. Can I, put Ju- can I get the Julie? Can I get the Julie Sue Chronicles up in this, please? <laughs> Ken Penders, where are you? Uh, boy, why are why are why are all these comics about Toad's dating life? God, okay, has Toad fucked before? Is <laughs> Toad is what is Toad has fucked? I mean, I guess he's fucked now. He has a kid. Do they have spores? Uh, I don't think anybody played spore. I did. <laughs> I made I made Toad in sport. <laughs> Miyamoto had to like fly to your planet and go like, hey, don't do that. Miyamoto blew up my planet. Why? You know, I think we're probably like the biggest socialist, um, like revolutionaries of our age because we've got Bob Iger mad at us. We got Miyamoto mad at us. I think Shaq's mad at us after that segment. I think Papa John's the company is still mad at me because they did try to kill me with their car that one they time. They did try to, but th- I mean, you ousted their. I mean, a big part of the reason uh, Papa John's got Papa John himself got ousted was because of that, right? Well, uh, the the reason why he said the n word is because he was playing against me in PUBG, uh, and that's why he got in trouble. Oh my god! I shot him on the bridge, <laughs> uh, and he got real mad. Um, you know what I'm real mad about? Um, Sonic and Mario at the 2020 Olympic Games. Wario does not have nipples. 
Now this is I've I've seen this controversy and frankly I'm I'm a little pissed off. I'm a little cheesy. Eggman is standing right next to him. He has nipples. Mario has nipples. Luigi, I don't know if I've seen his nipples in this game or Waluigi. I don't know if I've seen their nipples either. But uh why doesn't Wario have nipples? Did Kyle XY have nipples or did he only have He didn't uh... have the belly button. He did not have the belly, but I was going to say this might finally prove that Wario is a clone, an evil, uh, and evil he uses 100% clone. of his brain, just like Kyle XY did. <laughs> yeah, because uh, as we all know, humans only use 10% of their brain. Look at me. Yeah, you and definitely only use 10%. Uh, now, I took the limitless pills. <laughs> razor branded limitless pills. I did take the razor branded, and now the rest of the 90% of my brain is used to create an RGB glowing effect around my head. <laughs> yeah. And um, after you took those, you spent a weekend, and now you own about $2,000 worth of Counter Strike skins. It's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Eggman, Eggman does have nipples. Now, somebody says a, new, a nipple truther found a higher quality image and did. They're saying that these are actually nipples, and I'm going to paste this in the chat here. Um, can I get a warrior nipple in the chat? Uh, <laughs> I don't Mods. I don't I don't believe this. I don't. That doesn't look like nipples to me. Look at this picture. Do you think those they are supposed to be like nipples? blemishes? They're more like bruises. <laughs> it looks like he's got like acne. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Like, make make him have some big defined nipples. Maybe. Oh, God. Wario has inverted nipples. <laughs> Think, oh no i think he's got the inverted nipples the dreaded inverted nipple you've got to be kidding me somebody some horny freak made this oh so i got the freak on the leash made this i'm the, assuming the corn man himself oh the corn man god i don't understand this because like you I mean well do you think maybe it's because he's the evil mario so maybe evil people but then why does eggman have nipples Maybe, you know, when you're supposed to like, uh, you know, when you like wear a t-shirt as a kid and you like put band-aids or tape down your nipples. Well, uh, that, that was, wa- that was just you. Oh, oh, ooh, uh, your mom made you, your, your mom made you tape down your nipples before you went to school every day. Well, yeah. And she made me do it in front of the other kids. She like stopped. It was like, she would drop hey, everybody. You, she would drop you off like in front of the school, like in her car. And then she was like, Russ, did you forget anything? And then you would have to lift up your shirt and she would she would slap two band-aids, two like Flintstones band-aids on your nipples. Yeah. Oh, boy. And you know what? I, I'm all the stronger for it. Your nipples are unscuffed. They're un Well, yeah, they're unscuffed. I like Wario who wore too tight a T-shirt and they rubbed off. <laughs> That's true. Now, it's I, like when you sand off your fingerprints, you know, it's. Real well, shit. I did do that. Me, uh, TJX6 and I, we both got rid of our... We, we chopped off our fingerprints and we lasered off our nipples. So that way they can't track us by our nipple prints. Because when, uh, when you put them titties on the glass, you can't be leaving any prints behind. If, if, if the FBI finds a t-shirt or a, or a polo shirt you wore for longer than two days in a row, they'll tra- they could track you down by the nipple print alone. Oh, it's true. Every It's like the... You know how like they say like a, a cow's nose like has a... It's like a fingerprint. They can track it by that. It's the same thing with your nipples. Now here's what I now here's what I do when I did get my nipples inked to get like a, to get like stamped by the cops like in their book. I made sure that uh, that I put some ice cubes on them first so that they would be uh, so that they'd be like hard nipples. And then when I and then in my normal day to day life, uh, my nipple print's totally different. 
Mm-hmm. That was before I chopped them off, obviously. But yeah, <laughs> I keep them in a. I keep you, them in a. You did the. I the Ellen, like, you were always about light workarounds, but really you should just go for the first solution because it sounds like a lot it's, of time it's, and it's energy. No, it's no half, no half measures. That's what the Breaking Bad man told me. Um, I, I do keep my my uh, my nipples in a little phylactery jar that I keep up in my in my in my study. Do you hold them like Mister Freeze does in a in a device, and he just looks at them like one day I can put them back. One up. day I can I can get my nipples out of stasis. <laughs> Oh, I, I cry and it turns into a little nipple the tear falling in the air <laughs> oh boy oh boy that's a good episode of TV uh, speaking of a, episodes of TV this is a bad one uh, Sonic Boom do not disturb well you know what this episode disturbed me yeah I think that, that was the title of the episode was called that because they didn't want you to like look into this episode or watch it and mm-hmm. frankly, I agree with them. And it's very ethical of these creators. It's bad that they put it out there, but they're at least honest to say you shouldn't watch it. It is effectively just a full content warning for the episode. Of, just do not watch this. Yeah. Um, the, but so this it's actually called Do Not Disturb because a weird endangered animal that looks like Ronald McDonald's dog um, moves into Sonic's house. And uh, because it's endangered, he can't get rid of it. And uh, he... It's like there for some sort of mating ritual. So he has to leave so this animal can fuck in his house. Um, and uh, he moves in with Tails and is just a bad roommate and is like sloppy and keeps beating him at fire pro wrestling. Uh, there's like a joke about like him having a nightmare that people are coloring his arms. Uh, they're still doing the arm color jokes. And then there's like a thing like he, at the burger place, they write his name as Sanic on a receipt or something. It's not good. It's stupid. It's not good. It made me fall asleep. Uh, it's, this is the longest 11 minutes, maybe of my life. It made me feel dead inside. If I was on death row, I would have my last request would be for them to play a few episodes of Sonic Boom because it would feel like I was living out the rest of my life during that time. Alan, I'm very glad you're not on death row right now because actually you'd be owned by Hasbro and it would be a huge like corporate upset. Oh God, Suge Knight would hang me off a balcony. <laughs> Suge Knight, he'd, go, he'd get out of prison again. He Is would. he out of prison right now? Uh, well, I hope not. <laughs> He's after your ass. It's funny because Bob Iger has more animosity for me mm-hmm. and Suge Knight has more animosity for you. So That's true because I, I have been... Uh, purporting the theory that he killed Biggie. Um, but <laughs> anyway, this episode's bad. It's not good. And I don't want to talk about it anymore, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was funny. I was talking to my sister the other night. Like, she asked me, why do we still keep doing Hogcast? And I said, I made a promise that I would watch it to the game. Uh, I would finish. I would keep doing Hogcast till the day we die. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to keep this podcast alive no matter what. However... Watching Sonic Boom, honestly, is the lowest point of this podcast. It makes me feel bad. Uh, I hate what this podcast does to me. I hate what you've done to me. <laughs> that whole thing. That's what I'm I really feel. I'm talking to you, it. Sonic Boom. And I think one of the writers is like a podcast host. I've heard him on podcasts before, and he seems like a really nice guy. So if you want to come on the podcast and defend the show. Explain yourself. Uh, explain yourself, please. Because I, I need a reason to be alive. And if you, you might be able to like save this for me by being, being like the people who worked on it were nice yeah if they're personally nice to me then i can't be mad at them just like the exactly. McElroys were personally nice to me so i can't make fun of them 
You cannot make fun of them. You're all landowners. I cannot make fun of them because I because Justin did send me a copy of Dragon Age 2 that one time with a nice letter. And uh, I think personally was an attack on you, but you're weak. Well, I, I here's the thing. I played an hour of it. Didn't kill me. Didn't kill me. Uh, no, no. So I you think know what? things I think I changed stronger. after that. You used to not watch anime before that. Do you think... How fucked up would it be if Justin McElroy got me into anime? <laughs> this, like, 40-year-old man got me into anime. Into anime. Yo, you gotta check this shit out. It's called uh, Tokyo Ghoul. I saw it on Netflix. <laughs> I watched an episode and a half. Like, Griffin could get me into anime, probably. He'd like, hey, watch Yuri on Ice. But, like... I don't know, man. Uh, if anyway. Travis told me n- not to watch anime, then I would watch anime. Oh, my God. You would be on it in a heartbeat. Yes. He'd be uh, like, you should rewatch I Firefly. That probably. Would I don't know what he likes. What is he? I don't know what he. That's likes. what he sounds like too. Yeah, I'm Travis McElroy. Eh. <laughs> Alan, and once again, I have tried to make more enemies. I've given up on friends. I'm just going for enemies at this point. Well, you're you're much like a person in the real world house, and that you are not here to make friends. Yeah, uh, they say that the opposite of uh, love isn't hate; it's indifference. So. If you get everybody to hate you, at one point you can flip them to love, You're really trying to get Sydney to unfollow you, huh? (laughs) She, she, uh, yeah. God, I'm hoping for it. You're really just, like, trying to, like, sever that last little tie so you can just say whatever you want to. I I have been trepanning my skull. Is that that that's it. Yeah, that is drilling a hole in your head. Yes, that is. Yeah, just because she told me not to. Yes. You 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 have been you've been uh, throwing vaccines down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I made penicillin and then I threw it away. You you learned how to make penicillin from Doctor Stone and then you squandered it by throwing it in the toilet. <laughs> that was penicillin. He's making sulfa drugs, but whatever. Uh, fuck, I hate Doctor Stone so much. Um, okay. Oh, you know who I don't hate? Uh, I got a toot this week. Oh my god. This is Hammerhead Turner. Tell me what he looks oh, like. Oh, God. Fuck me. Hammerhead Turner. Immediately, I think of the Spider-Man villain tombstone. Not the Spider-Man uh, villain Hammerhead? Uh, oh, am I, is Hammerhead a uh, like a guy who works for Tombstone sometimes? Tombstone works for Hammerhead. Hammerhead is an Italian mob boss guy that has adamantium plate in his head. Maybe it's the I entire I knew there skull. was a connection between the two. Tombstone is a guy that, was, uh, that got... He might have died and got brought back to life, but he had some sort of weird experimental something happened to him and it like bleached his skin white and like made him like really tough. I just want to say I want to say that in the uh, spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, which is probably still the best Spider-Man cartoon and probably one of the was better the one Spider-Man with, Was that the things. one with Drake? Was it the one with Drake? Which I, one was this that? This is the one I that was the one in that- high school. I watched the one in the 90s, whichever one that was. No, 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 not not that one, not that one. That one is The Amazing Spider-Man, I think. That was the good one, though. Uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man was an actually good one, but that, that other one has amazing moments. Venom! <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> Venom! Also, Mary Jane is Spectacular Spider-Man fr- the one where they go to the alternate Earth that's on the other side of the sun? Uh, no, that is, uh, what is that? What is that one? I've, I've watched them all. Uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man was the one that I think, uh, Paul Dini wrote some episodes of. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, 
the the one the amazing spider-man is the one where mary jane melts in his arms yes that's i think cool. about that a lot and it horrified me and that's i think officially I'll, when i became I, a dead wife guy <laughs> i think about that a lot and that's why i became a dead wife guy for the opposite reasons <laughs> normal comfort that's a normal thing that people say <laughs> I'm healthy now. I'm so glad to be part of the Disney brand. Yeah, we both want our wives to die for different reasons. Because <laughs> then we will become badasses. Yeah, that's why I want my wife to die. <laughs> <laughs> why did I say yes when I meant no? Uh. <laughs> but um, in that cartoon, Tombstone was the boss and Hammerhead worked for him. That's bullshit. Tombstone's a better villain than Hammerhead, you motherfucker. Hammer, I mean, Hammerhead sucks, but like, okay. His head is hard. <laughs> That's some Dick Tracy shit. I mean, what is he, this? He is a Dick Tracy villain. Did you play the, uh, the, the Spider-Man video game DLC? No, I never did. I, sh- I probably should have. Hammerhead is the main bad guy in that one. And he's a biker. What? No, he's not. Who's the biker gang guy? Hammerhead's like a mafia man. But he was a biker in the new game. No, he wasn't. There was no biker yeah. guy. Mary Jane broke into the biker's shop. Oh, that's Tombstone. You're thinking of Tombstone. That You're was right. Tombstone. Tombstone is like a biker guy. He's a badass. Uh, well, what's his face? Fucking Hammerhead's part of the Magia crime family or whatever. And is this like an the Italian, like, you know, just like a, you know, gabagool, hey. <laughs> you have to defeat his gobbagoons. Well, so in the in the DLC, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played the DLC, um, he winds up stealing a bunch of military equipment from Silver Sable's uh, mercenary company um, and uh, starts outfitting all of his goons with that. And at some point, he like puts himself in like an exoskeleton uh, so that the rest of his body won't be beat up. And then he gets, like, a big laser blasted in his face, and it, like, burns all out of the skin off of his skull. Um, and uh, then he, like, gets the rest of his body just replaced by the robot. It's fucked up. So he's got his, his dumb adamantium head on top of, like, a robot body, and he looks like the fucking Terminator. And then you beat the shit out of him. That's a that weird game. That's cool. That's a weird game. Uh, but it's good now. It's good. It's a good game. It's uh, good now. Anyway, Hammerhead Turner does not look like anything like that. He does have a gun like a gangster might, though. Click on this link. Uh, he is... What is he? He is not like any other Mobian. Maybe that's because he isn't a Mobian. He comes from a whole different planet. This character integrates the abilities of Norman hu- normal human beings with the abilities of your average Mobian. With a little extra. He is some sort of creature with brown fur like maybe like a cat mm. or a fox or something or a wolf or something um he's just kind of got like normal guy hair <laughs> um brown fur like a black jacket black pants and shoes he is holding what appears to be an mp5 submachine gun uh i think that's what that is maybe that's Probably. like a, maybe that's an ak-74 i can't really tell um it does look like it has the acog scope on it uh and it does have a little bit of smoke coming out of the uh barrel i haven't uh, played a, a call of duty game in a while uh, <laughs> he's a fired though you could tell shots fired when he was a young te- when he was in his young teenagers he was a human he was taken from his home in dallas and was trained to be an assassin that the united states could use to protect their people from terrorist attacks they sent him in, they set him in a city named gravel peaks that was a deserted civilization he made friends with different kids there like miguel and runanda 
Uh, he fought people trying to destroy the city. One of the terrorists he fought was Bullet Dastro, the most ruthless of them all. He always felt the bullet had the upper hand against him, and every time he thought he was gone, he popped back up again. Sounds like the Joker. Uh, during one mission in 2010, Hammerhead was securing an unknown base with Miguel, and he found Bullet working on some crazy machinery. He snapped and tried to destroy a machine at the same time. After a grenade blew up the machine, a portal opened and sucked all three of them into it. When they landed on another planet, Ecopia, in the year 3234, uh, they were no longer human. They are now Ecopian, a mix of human and Mobian. They had more strength and the size of a human, but the characteristics of a Mobian. They learned the ways of Ecopia through its queen, Mathdead. Uh, Hammerhead learned more about Bullet and understood about him, and they finally started to get along on different things. Only after about a year, they would find a place that they could call home, and that place was called Urbania. Uh, so he founded this little city. He got basically a Dr. Stone. He got isekai kind of, into this uh, place called Urbania, and he just set up a little, like, a little uh, place called the Turner Household, a mansion that he lived in. Uh, he gave his friends Miguel and Bullet uh, two rooms that they could stay in, and he was able to bring in uh, and he always kept three other rooms in case he wanted to bring in other friends from the real world. Uh, after another year, Bullet recreated the machine that sent him to Ecopia and was able to bring his three best friends, Ryunanda, Iceman, and Ox into their world so they could complete the commando team. Using this, he was able to bring all of his old belongings back uh, to Urbania. Uh, so he's the mayor and the sheriff of Urbania. He, uh, his abilities... Uh, he has black gloves that can create sound waves. Kind of like the Shocker from uh, Spider-Man. Kind of like the Shocker, yeah. He likes yeah. to use normal everyday firearms that his city handcrafts. Oh other my than, god. Other than these things, on a dangerous mission, he carries a long hollow rod, which he calls his lightning rod, that can use either lightning or cause shockwaves or morph into an electricity blaster. Uh, when he is fighting in a thunderstorm, he can sometimes unlock new powers, which he calls sledgehammer powers, <laughs> that can supercharge his abilities. So he gets Peter Gabriel music playing, and then he gets... Oh, yeah, hell yeah. He gets he, acclamation powers. Here's an interesting final ability. When he dies or is murdered, he is reborn as either an angel or a ghost for five days to either say goodbye to his friends or gain fatal revenge on the people who murdered him. That's his final ability. Yeah, that's some notorious B.I.G. shit. But it... The JoJo's character, not the actual person. <laughs> well, Shug Knight went to jail. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, alignment, good. Favorite food, steak. Likes, guns, cars, friendships, fighting, building. Dislikes, friends who betray him. Awkward moments. I waiting. hate that. I hate friends who betray him. I personally him. hate fake friends. Waiting, losing his <laughs> friends. Um, his, theme, his theme song, but John Mackey, Strange Humors. It sounds like it happened. I mean, for it to be an active dislike, it sounds like friends betray him pretty often. So losing his friends, I feel like that's one and the same. I don't know. His strengths and weaknesses. He's used to working as a team and alone. So he can do whatever. Uh, <laughs> death is something he tries to avoid in himself and his enemies. That's a strength. Weaknesses. He cares about his friends too much. So he would rather go in blind in order to try to save his friends. When he is betrayed by someone he knows well, he can act hostile, affecting his relationship with particular characters. He might be well-rounded, but that means he is prone to an attack by a person who is superior in an ability. And then in a little picture off to the side here, when when Hammerhead loses someone special, even he has to go through the grieving process. Fuck. I'm so lucky I don't have that weakness. <laughs> yeah, same. When uh, I lose somebody, I have become more powerful. When Quotes, when you're a hammer, anyone in anything can be a nail. <laughs> 
Whoa! Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I protect that. the. I protect the city like I would protect my car, and you should know how much I love my car. Yeah. I have a phrase, never be underestimated. I say that because even the biggest of people need to learn that I have the ability to kick them off this planet. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, here's... You might you might be wondering, why didn't he bring up this car before? Um, well, here's some things you should know about Hammerhead. He's the sheriff slash mayor of Urbania. He's he a likes cop. To, he likes to DJ on the weekends at his own club, Club Jolt. Hell yeah, he's a cop that owns his own club. <laughs> he's, he's just like an Italian... Ugh. <laughs> He's just like some sort of like <laughs> like New York New York middle aged Italian guy. Fuck this guy. Gotti Gotti. Gotti He's Jr. like Gotti was a good guy. He's no he he was respected in the community. Uh, we love Gotti around here. He is no for street racing. He uses many cars, but his favorite car is the Audi R8 GTR. He uses car for many of his missions and almost all of his races. This is like his second soul. He always saw a part of himself inside the car. He doesn't always like to use sound or electricity if he feels it isn't necessary. So a lot of times he uses normal firearms to get the job done, mainly because that is what he was trained in in the first place. He is not married, but he is deeply in love with a purple bat named Stella. She was an old friend of his, but when she was devastated by a bad breakup, she came in and comforted him, and he finally realized she was the only one for him, and they've been seeing each other ever since. He has never told anyone, but when he feels the moment is right, he plans on proposing to her. A real romantic. If he gets killed and turns into an angel, would he propose to her? That would be his last business to do in the five, five days. You yeah. know, any of us could have that ability and we just don't know it. <laughs> That's an ability you have to die first to find out. I don't know if I have any business to wrap up, though, if I die. You know I, what I mean? Do you ever wonder, like, how the notorious B.I.G. guy knew that his stand would do that? Uh... I don't, uh... Like, did his stand... Maybe his stand just like, talked to him and told him that, like Spice Girl would or something? Hey, buddy. Yeah, like Spice Girl. Hey, and that's who they fought. The one fight Spice Girl was in. Um, when he was a human, he used to be with Runanda, but after the split between two worlds, they decided they were just going to be friends and keep their friendship mutual. Uh... Here's a, I was ruined for them. I was ruined for that young couple. Here's a, a Here's a comment, the first comment, by Alphonse Uprising, who we've talked about before. Dallas, Texas. I wish I was born in Dallas. It's like Jesus to me. All the fancy cars and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, I want to live in... Everything's bigger in Texas. They got Bucky's there. Uh, also, another comment. He was born in 2000, but he's 19. Uh, also, loving the... This was written in 2014, so that's why he was confused. Also, loving the car, but it doesn't seem to match his personality, since I'm seeing a lot of fancy and expensive cars... The characters drive on this wiki, including mine, but I'm going to change them pretty soon. Uh, this guy said, I heard that I heard somewhere that Mobius is in 2019. So I don't know. What's your opinion? Uh, <laughs> Russ, is Mobius now? Are we living in it? Are the dimensions crossing? Is that why everything's chaos now? Yeah, everything's chaotic. Uh, the car has been with him since the beginning. It's like his second wife. He said his second life before, but now it's his second wife. He has racing in his blood and has been fascinated by Audis all his life. When he got the chance to actually get one for himself, he couldn't turn down that opportunity. Interesting. Mobius currently takes place in the year 3220. What? Actually, it's 3237. Uh, the guy corrected like a comment later. I don't understand what's going on with Mobius. I thought it was now, but now it's a thousand years of the future? Huh? What's going on? What do you think of this guy? Uh, you know what? 
I like this guy. He's got a head on his shoulders. He has good fundamentals. There's no force fields or laser fields or anything. He's just a man with a gun, and, oca- and occasionally he could tase you with his fingers. With he shoot well, no, he can shoot shock waves. Occasionally he can shoot lightning, and he gets his yes. sledgehammer powers when there's a thunderstorm. But that's what I'm saying is that he, this guy's back to basics. He's a he's a. If you were going to take this guy in a fight, you got to remember the 21 foot rule, you know. And do not threaten his friends because he will be mad. And you know what? People are always threatening my friends. <laughs> People are always attacking and being just nasties to my friends. And it's true. You know what? Fuck that. People are are, I, are tweeting at Ravi saying, "Hey, it's Anime Friday, bitch." <laughs> I'm like, no longer will you be my be my friend anymore. Now you will be destroyed. Uh, person attacking my other friend, Ravi, who's yes. with us in this bathroom still, but is quiet and mostly looking at his phone. He's mostly looking at animes on his phone. <laughs> looking at. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of animes, we got any uh, questions from the fans? Uh, yes, we've got two, two huge questions. We got one from our friend, our old, an old friend of the show, somebody uh, who's been with us for a long time. James at Parsnipzilla asks, "Would you play a Sonic the Hedgehog movie video game where you play as James Marston?" Isn't that the guy from from Red Dead? Yeah, and he's also uh, Tim the Cop, as we all know. Oh, I got James Marston. I thought it was the guy from Red Dead Redemption One. I got really confused. <laughs> John Marston, would you want to play? Uh, I would play a Red a so- Dead I Redemption, pl- Sonic the Hedgehog crossover. I mean, I guess so. I mean, uh, if if I could play as Shadow and I could go into Dead Eye mode to shoot people, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, or I mean, Sonic would it'd be cool in a Red Dead game because Sonic could run faster than a horse. Oh my god! And yeah, Sonic, he could run faster. Than and Sonic, horse. if he if Sonic used a gun, he could do Dead Eye mode. Yeah, he's also he's got faster. That, and he's also got that one big eye; he can see everything. Uh, just released Red Dead Redemption on PC, guys, and people could mod it. You know, think about it. Think about uh, it. Other question uh, uh, from friend of the show, Jules. Uh, at Jules asked, uh, what hard seltzer beverage pairs best with pizza? That's a good question. Uh, have you? I've only. Are you into hard I've, seltzer? I have not had White Claw yet. I've had another one. I can't. Bon I, and Viv? I think it was. Let bon, me check. You had the Bon Iver one? Yeah, the Bon and. Bon Iver came by. Yeah, the Mermaid one. Yeah, that's Bon, that's I, bon Iver. I, I assumed it was Mermaid P. Don't judge me. You thought this was the Mermaid Princess's guilty piss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yes. you know what? I I was the fucking fool. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it. And you you drank it and said, "I'm sorry, Bon Iver, you're so delicious." You know, sorry, like her, you know her, her famous catchphrase from the thing. Uh, yeah. This is a this is a really funny joke to the five people who have watched uh, or who have read this fucking weird manga about a mermaid that <laughs> yeah, eats exactly. her fish friends. It's hot now. I've seen people tweeting about it. It's, it's good. It's big. It's good. Uh, Sherlock was in the mo- one of the most recent chapters. Benedict Cumberbatch was there, and he oh, said, "Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, ooh. traveling to other worlds." Ooh, maybe I, I saw seven million possibilities, and all of them were the mermaid eating the fish, <laughs> the snake eating its own tail. Yes, yes. Um, no, but yeah, uh, that's a good comic. It's a good manga. Uh, yeah, um, I. You know, I don't know. I, I I've been drinking a lot of the uh, a lot of the hard seltzer because it's a white girl summer. But like, 
I uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of people say it's hot girl summer. It's white girl summer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but uh, you don't subscribe to that gender shit anymore, so you can just you know go in on anything. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm just like drinking white girl drinks and doing things yeah. that they do. Uh, <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. I mean, I I really like all the seltzer, but here's the thing: they don't tell you seltzer all kind of tastes the same. Oh, all of it tastes more or less the same, which is to say it tastes like bitter water, bitter water. Like when they like when they don't have enough syrup in the machine at the soda fountain Uh, and which is fine because beer tastes bad. And this tastes just kind of neutral, which is why I like it. Um, So really, I mean, it depends on what kind of pizza you're talking about, but I would say that probably a cranberry kind of thing would, would pair a little bit best with a, a, a red sauce pizza. If you're going with white sauce pizza, you probably want to keep it to some lighter citrus notes. A Chianti? Uh, no, I'm, I'm thinking like if you if you go to like a, a white sauce or like Alfredo pizza, you probably want to go with something a little bit more citrus, like a lime, uh, maybe a grapefruit. Right. Okay, I get you, I get you. Then you, you maybe get something a little bit more substantial if you, uh, if you can, if you're having a red sauce. Like, a, I could see maybe an orange, a little bit of like a, a something with a little bit more body to it. Um, perhaps like a cranberry or pomegranate or something. Uh, I don't know what flavors they really have for all these white claws and stuff, but I'm assuming yeah. it's basically the same as La Croix. So just do La that. Croix. Uh, just get a pomplamousse for everything. Yeah, just go pomplamousse. Yeah. You can't lose with the moose. Can't lose with the moose. That's what Invaders are. We're also me. not sponsored by LaCroix, by the way. Yes. But we're owned by Disney now, and that's all that's important. Bob Iger be fucked. Yes. He'll try and stop us no matter what, but he can't stop us. Yes, we were the ones who pitched the Dumbo, the Tim Burton Dumbo. Yes. Yeah, yes. I liked it. I was the one who designed Dumbo in Blender. Yes. And by that, I mean I put a picture of Dumbo in a Blender and then sent that to the animators. <laughs> I was the one who uh, came up with the line about Solo being always alone. Because mm-hmm. I, too, in a lot of ways, am very Solo. It's true. I was the one that made sure we put in his fancy, famous keychain. Yes. His dice. His famous dice. I love those dice. Um, Russ, I have some dark news for you. You can be What's the Joker that? in Astral Chain. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. We have to get off here before we go. Before we go. We're driven mad. Okay. Well, everybody... Be sure to come and visit us at the the pizzeria Pizza Rizzo in the Hollywood Studios theme park at Disney World in Orlando, Florida. We live there now. No, we're no, in Russ, California. We're, we're, in the, we're in the California Adventure thing that's based off the. Oh, I thought we were in the Orlando. I thought I thought I've been in Florida for months. I've been carrying my katana around like I was. Like I was free to do that. Oh, well, I mean, nobody's going to stop you here. None of these <laughs> Hollywood liberals are going to stop you. If you're open, <laughs> carrying, enough to stop if you're open carrying a katana. Uh, that's why, you know what? I'm, I'm pro open carry, but only Japanese blades. Yes, of course. Uh, you can, you can carry maybe a kunai, uh, maybe a, a katana, uh, a tanto sword or something. Any of those, they're fine. Any any of the classic Japanese weapons. Yes, classic. If I can if I can wield it in Sekiro, I can wield it in here. Yeah, if it's folded steel, it's it's in. And you, I, free pizza for anybody who brings in a blade. Oh, yes. 
free pizza hoot for anybody who runs into our restaurant with a sword. Uh, oh, speaking of which, uh, wait, that didn't, that wasn't a good segue. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was trying to figure out a way to segue into the Patreon thing, but uh, back us on Patreon and you can listen. You'll get for, for not free, I guess. Uh, you'll get early access to Shootcast Jabroni Delivery, our hit wrestling actual play uh, podcast with our friends Scott and JJ. Finally, somebody did it. They made a funny uh, actual play, uh, actual play podcast instead of um, actually playing the podcast or actual play podcast, which huh? are all bad, huh? My words didn't work so good there, but it's true. We have created the first ever actual play podcast that isn't funny. Um, none of us have ever played under, uh, none of us have ever played undertale before, so it can't turn into that. Russ had his memory of, of Homestuck (laughs) surgically removed. Yes. So we will not duplicate the Homestuck ending in this podcast. By surgically, you mean drinking rum poppers for two and a half weeks straight. Uh, um, well, after that lesbian wedding at the end, you were so mad. (laughs) I was so mad. I'm like, I'm taking nitrous poppers, which is of course, as we all know. Um, taking a shot of rum and then a shot and then a hit off of a you were sticking uh, nitrous ho- oxide can. You were sticking jalapeno poppers up your nose and saying, "Baby wants to fuck." <laughs> yeah, baby want to fuck. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So uh, if you if you subscribe on Patreon, you can get uh, early access and you can vote on the match stipulation. Um, we'll release everything like a week later on, uh, the normal feed, which we got a SoundCloud page for that. Yeah, it's, it's good. Everybody loves it. Um, also, uh, if you, if you subscribe at the $20 a month, uh, tier, like our friend Andrew, you can get, you can make us eat whatever pizza you want. It yes. Can be, it can be bad. I don't know. Give me the 20 bucks. You'll see. Uh, Rossi, anything else to plug? No, I don't think so. Um, uh, if you're in the larger Portland area, you could message me and I'll give you I, dates for my shows that I'm in. But um, if you're in the it. larger Western North Carolina area, um, you can give let me know where you are and I'll send you a picture of my house. <laughs> Just to remind you that you own a house. I'm not going to invite you over to my house, probably. Um, <laughs> but because I don't want to get like murdered. And I also... That's uh, what Alan got me for Christmas. So a picture, yeah, a picture of my house. Yeah. Uh, I gave it to. I, I only bought this house like a couple months ago, so like it, it was, it's an early Christmas present. It was pretty fucked up because uh, you wrapped a present in, in wrapping the- paper of your house, and then I unwrapped it and I opened up a cardboard box and it was just a glossy photo of it. Yep, a framed one though. Yeah, and it had a kissy lips on it, and I couldn't tell if... I think you put lipstick on yourself and kissied it. It was one of my cats, actually. Oh, God. Hey, you can't put lipstick on a pig, but you can put lipstick on a cat. Is your cat lipstick? Yeah, I just have my lipstick that I keep in the bathroom. Those cats keep getting into it. Listen, Russ, having pets is tough. Yeah. I get it, I get it, I get it. All right, well... Uh, I've got to go. The cats are screaming and crying at my door because they want in here to hear this great yeah, content. Yeah, they, they're hearing such good content um, here in this public restroom in yes. Anaheim. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I brought my cats with me. Uh, I've been trying to train them to get it turned into displacer beasts if I can, uh, oh, but it's, God. it's not working. 
I just kind of glued some uh, some some of those like uh, feather worm on the string things. I glued those to the back to kind of look like tentacles. Not working great. Right. Uh, right. But anyway, uh, I guess until next time. Uh, live and learn. Live and learn. Yeah.